welcome back. Um, we're super excited for our second episode. And this time we're going to focus on me interviewing Kat and asking her a couple questions. And then next episode, she'll be doing the same with me. Um, so we hope this helps you get to know each of us a little bit better. Um, so Kat, are you ready to be in the hot seat today? I think I am. We'll see how this goes. Just letting everyone know I have not prepared for any of the questions Sam has asked me. So hopefully this isn't She got no pre-read. <laughs> um, okay. So first question. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up and why? Ooh. When I, oh, I know this. So when I was how old were we? Maybe like 12, like between the ages of 12 and like 15 or so, I was obsessed with The Wedding Planner, the movie with J-Lo. <laughs> and even mom will remember this because, and I think we were around, I don't even remember when that movie came out, but we were young. I think it was before we were teenagers, but I could be wrong. I was so obsessed with that movie that I then was like, I'm going to be an event planner. Like I'm going to be a wedding planner. And that's probably my first memory with what I thought I was going to be when I grew up. I don't remember what aspirations I had when I was like five. Like I remember you wanted to be a librarian. That's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I don't think when I was a kid, like really young, I had, I don't remember saying what I wanted to be, but definitely when I was almost a teenager, I said I wanted to be a wedding planner, which is funny because it's kind of how it turned out being in uh, hospitality. Exactly. Okay. And then you're sure you never wanted to be a gymnast because this sort of goes into the next question, which was what sports did you play growing up? But I feel like maybe as a little kid, you thought you were going to be the next, you know, Svetlana Boganskaya. Oh, well... <laughs> I, so I did gymnastics very competitively for, you know, 12 or, you know, 13 years. I started when I was really young. Like we, we, I was starting to gymnastics probably when I was two and I think I loved gymnastics. And maybe when I was like six or seven, I was aspiring to be the next like Olympic gymnast. We were so lucky to have an Olympic gymnast, Svetlana Boganskaya, part of our life. Um, which is a whole other podcast episode, but she's an incredible woman along with my gymnastics coach, Tatiana. And I think I probably did at that time aspire to be a professional or Olympic gymnast. Um, and that was a sport that I did for a long time. And I think it really taught me hard work and, you know, the endurance to really like never give up because yes. it's so difficult and you know Tatiana never let us give up and we were working a lot of hours and just training and training and so it really gave me a good foundation for really my life um that was the first sport I played and then or I guess right do people say they played gymnastics I did gymnastics. A gymnast. <laughs> I, I was a gymnast thanks Sam and uh, then I quit when I got older and became a teenager. I just, you know, all the things I wanted to be more involved in like high school sports with my friends at school. So then I 
played soccer. I played basketball for a bit, but I was cut. <laughs> Rude. And I was pretty good at basketball, I will say, but whatever. I was cut. Yeah, for that, you were devastated. <laughs> I was devastated. I was, I was really devastated. The little sheet of paper was up in the gym. You were like, my name's not there. Yeah. The rejection is real. That was a tough day at school too. Um, but you know, you, you live and you learn. Uh, so basketball was over and then I ran track. I ran indoor track and then I ran outdoor track in the spring. Great. And I've always loved sports. I would say even today, I'm still pretty active, but the if I look back on what I did as a kid and like sports and if anything taught me something it was gymnastics and I give full credit to I think it's because you did it from like age two or three and so you yeah. did it first the longest out of everything yes for sure for sure okay next question what was your first job out of college and how did it get you where you are today Ooh, that's a good question. So when I was a senior in college, I interned at a company called Entertainment Cruises, which I think was bought by another company. But Entertainment Cruises was, you know, they had three or four different boats that they hosted big events or like dinner cruises on. So it wasn't a cruise that like, I don't know, went out into the Caribbean somewhere. It was a cruise around like the Boston Harbor and they had other locations in like Chicago and New York and it was like a three hour cruise. And so I interned there one summer at unpaid. So I really was like hustling and I really wanted it to become like my career. And I interned there as kind of like an event supervisor or like an event coordinator, I should say. And I helped with a lot of their weddings, thanks to JLo. I was obsessed with the weddings there. And um, so I helped operationally on the boat day of coordination. And at the end of that summer, I was so excited because I remember they then was willing to bring me on as an hourly employee. And so that's my senior year that fall when the cruises were still busy and taking place because the weather wasn't too cold in Boston. I was driving back home over weekends and was working, sat like weddings on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, and then driving back up to school in New Hampshire. And I mean, that was another experience that just taught me so much about right. the hospitality business because I was there day of, of the actual event and seeing what went into all of the coordination and internally with managing the staff from like the waiters, the bartenders, and then we also had like a huge marine crew. I mean, there was so much involved. I learned a lot and it helped me as I went and grew my career at Marriott Hotels because as a salesperson, which I then ultimately wanted to become after working in operations, I knew what I could and could not sell. I had a really good idea of what wasn't feasible, what didn't make sense operationally versus what I know did because I used to be there day of mm -hmm. events. And there's this saying in hospitality, like salespeople are known to like sell the dream and then operations has to service the nightmare. And I never wanted to be 
the salesperson that all the operations people sat around at a table being like, oh my God, of course, Catherine sold this. <laughs> it's a nightmare. This client's a nightmare. This event's horrible. They were promised everything that we cannot execute on. And so I'm like so thankful for that internship. And I remember I even told Madison, so I was ta talking to our intern who has an operations job right now. I mean, she's hustling like crazy working two internships. And I told her, interning and operations is the best thing you can do for yourself because you just, you learn everything. Right. And so then why don't you talk a little bit about the job after the job your senior year of college? Like what was your first true job after college and how did that sort of get you to become an entrepreneur? Well, so when I graduated from school, I was still working on the boats, but it didn't feel like a real full-time job necessarily because it was, a it felt seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's when I landed my first job at Marriott. So I was an event admin out of Marriott's regional sales office in Medford, Massachusetts, which is like, I don't know, 20 minutes or 15 minutes outside of downtown Boston. So that job, I mean, it was a foot in the door to a huge company where I knew I would, you know, have that growth and that opportunity internally at the company, which was what I was looking for. And it was the really good training that was totally different from when I was working for entertainment cruises on the boats because mm -hmm. this was an administrative job. It was nine to five. I was going into an office every day. I was at a computer. I was supporting event managers that were also, again, not operational. They were doing all the details before the day of the event. But, you know, that's when I learned all of the Marriott systems and the Marriott culture and I was able to network with other admins and other managers to like really understand the company and how you grow within such a huge company that's also very competitive. Yep. Um, I think at that point in my life, I had no idea I was going to be an entrepreneur or self-employed. It was not on my radar at all. What was on my radar was, you know, becoming like a sales manager my goal was to be a manager and I was like dreaming of one day to not be like an admin and when do you think the light switch went off or the light bulb came in your head years later in your career when you realized okay like being the sales manager isn't the end for me or that wasn't like your ultimate goal anymore hmm. you know it's a really good question because I think a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, business owners would probably say, this has been my dream my whole life. Like I always wanted to work for myself and maybe I didn't know during my, because I worked at Marriott for almost 10 years. I, being an entrepreneur happened. It's just something that happened. I didn't necessarily pre- Meditate. And it was never this goal that I was seeking after. It, it just organically happened where my own goals started to really be how can I, how can I grow and use all of the experience that I've gained to continue 
that professional growth and mm -hmm. it, it ended up being in a more self-employed and entrepreneurial environment. And I think it probably really, that my aha moment happened my last year, my last year and a half at Marriott because I loved working at Marriott. I had a variety of different sales and marketing positions that I was just like so privileged to have. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed everyone for different reasons. But then, you know, as time went on, I really started to think like, man, I'm good at this. I really enjoy the sales and account management and client relationship world, yeah. but I don't want to do this forever. Sure. And that's where I started figuring out, well, if I like these daily activities, how can I transfer them to another industry? And that's what led me into real estate. And then when I got a little taste of real estate and being self-employed, that's when I was like, oh yeah, now I want to open up my own business. And it really just happened. I didn't think to myself three or four years ago, like I am going to open up my own business. Mm -hmm. It was a process. Makes sense. Okay. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about travel and some of our favorite places. So wanted to ask you, where is your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Ooh, where is my favorite place? You know, one of the most memorable trips I've taken is probably my trip with my, my other Sam. I have another, this is my first Sam. My other Sam is my friend who was living in Germany at the time. So I visited her in Berlin and then we took the train to Prague and I just fell in love with Prague. I mean, the city, the architecture, everything about it was just so beautiful. And I loved how small of a city it was and felt, you know, it was easy to walk around. I love going somewhere that's very walkable where I don't have to worry about you know, Ubers getting around or like public transportation, even though I really like taking public transportation in different countries, you know, Prague was stunning. It wasn't what I expected either. We had, you know, so many cool experiences there. That was one of my, one of my favorite trips for sure. And then outside of Prague, I would say another favorite trip of mine would be when we went to Carmel, California. We went to Carmel when we were younger and it is a beautiful part of California that has what felt like real seasons. You know, it's not just like sunny and in the seventies there every day. And I remember that trip. It was just such a beautiful part of, of California. And what things did you do in Prague that were, so memorable or like made it a unique trip? Yeah, so we, I mean, for me, I just like going to different places and living like a local. So what made Prague so cool was like, I remember the last day we were there, we found this little farmer's market that was right under um, one of the most historic bridges in Prague. And, you know, we just like went shopping in the farmer's market. We found like a cute local cafe. Mm -hmm. We walked over to a winery that afternoon that was looking over the entire city. And 
we really just kind of wandered around and we stumbled upon these really fun and cool activities to do. And that's what made it so fun for me. I don't like having an itinerary that I'm obligated to stick to every day. I'd rather just kind of walk around and explore and like see what we want to do. You know, we hit the museums and the things we felt like we had to do. Mm -hmm. a, a really, you know, pretty memorable part of that trip too was going to the different um, synagogues that remembered the Holocaust, um, everyone who was lost in the Holocaust. There's like a whole Jewish quarter of Prague that was really cool to check out. And, you know, that was special. And that's a beautiful part of, of the city that I enjoyed, you know, learning about too. It was, you know, a lot of history and you could read about Prague and, you know, everything that happened. So that I was glad we had that too. Awesome. And then what is the, or your favorite hotel that you've ever stayed at? I have two of them. I bet I can guess one, but I'll let you go. I'll say the one that I know you're going to guess. So the win in <laughs> Las Vegas is hands down one of my favorite hotels of all time. The win brand, the customer service they have at those hotels is remarkable. The attention to detail in their design aesthetics from the lobby, the restaurants, the I, mean, I remember when you wanted to work there. You were oh, like, going to work here. <laughs> oh my God. It just like, it really, it blew me away, that hotel. And I, I tend to really love hotels that are in a location like Las Vegas, where you think, oh my God, a, a hotel in Las Vegas, it must be like party central. Like, no, you're in Las Vegas and you're on the strip and it's like party, party, all craziness, Las Vegas. But then you go into the win and you feel like you're in another world. Yeah. So, so I love that. And then I have two more favorite hotels. I hope you don't mind. Okay. My, my other favorite hotel is similar to the win. It's the addition Times square and same thing. You're in like, you're in Times Square in New York City. You're in like the center of the world. But then you walk into the addition and it's like, you're not in New York City. You're in like this amazing oasis and the smell of the lobby is incredible. Mm -hmm. The design and all of the furniture is all very like white and neutral tones. You don't feel like you're in New York City within like steps. This is great. Times Square is like the worst, but I know I hate Times Square, and as a New Yorker, I hate going to Times Square. But I would go to Times Square. New Yorkers like it. It's like I know, but this hotel is incredible. It just the experience of going from the street of Times Square to walking into the property. It it's crazy. It, it's such a it's such a great hotel. Um, the last one I'll mention, and. Other than the win, you can tell I worked at Marriott because the addition and then my next hotel are Marriott brands is the W in Costa Rica. It's a relatively new hotel. And I think they even opened in like 2019 or 2018. So it's relatively new, incredible property. Oh my God. The pool, there's a pool that's right onto the beach. 
they have another pool with like a really beautiful outdoor bar and like where you can get breakfast and eat. It's like this beautiful outdoor space. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love that hotel. Okay. Then final question, travel related. Now that we're coming out on the other side of the COVID-19 pandemic and no one's really been going anywhere until recently, what, like, where do you want to go? Like, what's your first trip that you're planning to take or want to plan? I'm ready to take a beach vacation. And I usually like exploring like a new city. I like doing things more so than laying by a pool. But after COVID and especially being quarantined in New York, I'm really ready to just take like a spa, relaxing, hang by the beach or pool kind of trip. And I really want to experience a charisma hotel and resort. They're they're actually one of our new suppliers that we have at Habitats by Cat and their properties just look so so distinct to like where they're located. And I want to go in the like over the water bungalows that they have in Mexico. Yeah, no, me too. And they specialize in food and beverage. So they have really great food and beverage experiences. And if you have dietary restrictions or even just like a certain kind of diet you're on, they want to accommodate your food and beverage, which I think is really, really cool. So that's, that's my game plan for now. Awesome. All right. Well, Q&A over. Great job. We're done. Oh, wait. Well, that we're done. Not like a timeout. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> but thanks, Kat, for answering the questions that I prepared. Next week, roles will be reversed. So I'm actually probably going to change some questions up because you can, you're now not going to be in the hot seat. Fair game. Fair game. Yep. (laughs) All right. right. Thanks, everyone. Talk soon. Bye.